previously on Chapter Plays. She is going to take something out of her purse and throw it on the ground. It creates a cloud of smoke. And she is going to grab Jean-Pierre's hand and move towards one of the stairwells as fast as possible to try to lose the guards. Is, how is he somehow suddenly an accomplice to somebody else's larceny? <laughs> A 1930s pulp adventure set in the world of Trinity Continuum Adventure with an exclamation point. Tonight, as usual, I am joined by our players, Drew, Merle, and Sam. Let's have each of you introduce yourselves and the heroes you'll be playing tonight. 30s pulp adventure set in the world of Trinity Continuum Adventure with an exclamation point. Tonight, as usual, I am joined by our players, Drew, Merle, and Sam. Let's have each of you introduce yourselves and the heroes you'll be playing tonight. I'm Drew, and pronouns he, him, uh, and I'm playing Shea O'Keefe, an Irish labor organizer who was exposed in a big accident to telluric energy, which turned him into uh, a superhero, basically like a Golden Age uh, Superman. I'm Sam, pronouns they, them. I'm playing Emma Banachek, a former daredevil adventurous who retired and became a writer only to forget the retired part, basically. <laughs> I'm Merle, pronouns also they, them, and I am playing Jean-Pierre Auclerc, a deserter from the French Foreign Legion, driver, uh, and a bit of a thief. And of course, Emma, you hear all this happening outside. He'll hold on uh, to his hat and follow. Okay. All right, we'll follow, ties, but, you know. Ties a sleep mask around her forehead, um, and slowly pokes her head out of the door going what seems to be the matter you see a cloud of smoke and several confused guards um i don't know you might i, I don't think you see jump here unfortunately because of the situation but you hear footsteps running up a stairwell nearby and uh you see the guards like looking around the uh the one that helped you to the cabin it says oh sorry miss dalton it appears that there's more mischief at hand um Someone is trying to break into your cabin. Uh, we're in pursuit, though. Please stay inside. Maybe keep your door locked. Believe me, I shall, but this has just gotten interesting. So they go running off after the other two. So Shay... <laughs> um, yeah. Not wanting to be in the middle of this, Emma basically just, you know, goes back into her room, mm -hmm. locks her door and starts writing a new chapter because now things have gotten interesting enough that she can actually file this. As you're doing that, you notice there's a red light blinking on, like, the, the desk lamp has suddenly changed colors and is, is blinking red. Okay, I will deal with that after we check in with Shay. Okay. So, Shay, what are you up to? Well, Shay was going to look for people, but people seem to have caused chaos uh no uh the correct answer there is that uh shay was looking for probably jean and no emma would be easier to find jean pierre's in the super buckety buck well wow. <laughs> so yeah uh now the question is nah, nah i think this is easier to just say that shay knew that where 
Emma was going to say that she was going to be at least. Okay, sure. So, Shay will go to that place. Uh, I'm assuming it's, if not close to where she actually is. Well, she said 237, so 237 is in that same hallway. So you're going down the steps. You see two people running past you. You see a woman with uh, short blonde hair, uh, attractive, slender, and she's moving ahead of a somewhat surprised-looking Jean-Pierre who recognizes you and you recognize him immediately. And she's going to keep running down the hallway. She's not going to stop to see if you guys know each other. And you can hear footsteps chasing them. Seems like the ship security, ship crew are chasing them. Alright. So... What do you do? Oh, that is a good question, unfortunately. Uh... Because, yeah, she does not want to get involved in, uh, I mean, that's, Shane does not want to get involved in whatever those two are up to because he knows that the security is going to be all over them, like, uh, for the rest of the, the journey. So Shane is going to act as natural as he can, like, do the whole what? And mm-hmm. kind of, uh, <laughs> pretend that, pretend he has no idea what's going on rather than, the very little idea he has going on. Alright, you uh, see the bursar uh, leading two other guards come charging up and they ask you, Did you see them? A young woman? A man? Thin mustache? Running down the hallway? And Shay's going to vaguely point in the direction that they actually went, but not oh, like... Okay. Not give like super clean, you know, like... Yeah. So they, they don't wait. They just take off yeah. in that direction. So, Jean-Pierre, you hear uh, the guards chasing you. Um, you can choose to try to help this woman escape, or you can split off, or, or what do you want to do? I mean, what kind of uh, what kind of a man would he be if he abandoned the woman in, in an apparent hour of need? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, you're running with her, so I need you to make a roll for escaping guards on foot. We're not going to roll out a full complex task type chase or anything. You just need to succeed at this. Um, if you fail, they catch you, probably. Uh, Alright, so I'll say complication. But, okay, one, one point in your favor for the crowd, again. Um, but you get uh, two difficulties, since there's a fair number of them. And there's probably some that have been alerted you know, in other decks as well. Alright. She'll give you one enhancement on this. She seems to be pretty good at escape. All right. Uh, oh, God. Athletics is not a specialty. But athletics and dexterity it is. I mean, if you have another skill that you think might apply, like larceny would be good for getaways, I think. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Yeah, if you're not just you don't, flat don't get, out yeah, them. Don't be too literal with the skills. They, they're pretty broad. Yeah. It's like on the one hand I, I still like I feel like I'm oh, I'm leaning very heavily on the stuff that I have all of my points in. But that's what uh, you're supposed to do. Yeah. yeah that's where you put the points it's, there. It's self reinforcing, yeah. Alright. Okay. So larceny and dexterity. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. two successes. Okay. So yeah, you are able to get ahead of them and lose them somewhere along the way. She leads you to... Okay, she goes over to one of the escape boats and ducks under the tarp with it. 
uh, with you under, you know, one of the, oh. the boats that's hanging on the side of the ship. I'm sorry, I'm dumb. I have a skill trick that would have been very nifty there. Yes, I know. <laughs> that's okay. No, but it's... all right. Dang it! You know, I, I forgot I have a specific power that. There's works so many stuff. abilities. It's only inevitable, especially with a, a lawn break that you won't remember those. Don't worry about it. Right. So right. you got away. So she and you crowd under the on in the lifeboat uh, under the tarp as the guards go uh, unawares running past, uh, looking for you. And she says, so, uh, I suppose you'll want to know what happened back there. I mean, only if you feel like uh, opening up. Well, as it happens, I happen to be a little bit of a criminal. Not um, professional, yeah, not mind her. you, but um, I, I did uh, lift some important documents from an employer of mine and uh, ever since i've been on the run i was hoping to get to new york to restart my life but now it seems like everything's catching up with me again well i mean i am a fine upstanding uh member of high society and all but i i can't just let uh, a young lady like yourself uh struggle in in isolation tell me more what's 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 with these papers what uh what are you up against it's some real estate deal some sort of corrupt business going on behind the scenes in the east end i wasn't allowed to know much more about it but i knew it was worth money and i did get some and that's the only way i was able to book passage but now i'll have to make a new change i'm i'm lila by the way i noticed for a foreign dignitary, you've seemed pretty good with lockpicks. I mean, you know what they say. Everyone must have a hobby, and uh, it's, uh, it is awfully boring being a prince. I see. Yes. Well, I can appreciate that. Um, all right. Give me a roll to notice something about somebody else um empathy maybe with composure or integrity possibly oh, or i could good. say larceny could work too with uh composure or if it's kind of like a, a catch a thief kind of thing uh-huh uh yeah larceny and composure all right so i'm gonna roll for her uh does uh, what's it called? She Does botched. Fast talk come into. Oh, she botched? Yeah. No, you're not. It's not some. I don't think fast talk would matter. I mean, as long as you get a success on this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she's lying, and you suspect she is an American operative of some kind. All right. But it doesn't hurt, doesn't hurt to keep up the fiction. Mm hmm. Uh, I mean, really, Jean Pierre would have to have to be some kind of dirty, rotten scoundrel to uh, to to mess things up now. Okay. Yeah, all right. So, um, do you want to try to convince her that you're convinced? Yes. Okay. Yes, I think I In would. that case, skilled liar probably applies here, and um, it's possibly a... fast talk, depending on how you discuss this with her. 
Yes, as as far as Jean Pierre is trying to to um trying to come across, he is uh he's Otto von Lichtenstein, a, a <laughs> prince of a small uh principality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh in exile and he's just trying to he he's he's swayed by her uh, her her innocent charm and sob story. Okay. And so that's that's definitely going to be larceny, and that is definitely going to be manipulation. Ah, uh, and fast talk just makes it easier. I think. Yeah, it just decreases difficulties. Wow. She got six successes to detect that you're lying about believing her lies. Okay. um, Yeah, let's just see what you get. Let's see how this goes. Boop. Three. Okay. All right. It'd be pretty convincing if it wasn't for the fact that she's a spy. Um, So... (laughs) The two of you are smiling to each other and telling you just each other your your situations, and neither of you is believing the other person. I knew, uh, I, I knew, <laughs> you knew, I knew. That's right, I knew. Um, but you're doing really well. To I'll say Yukio Mishima is an alias. So she got enough successes to say. I'll say she makes it three. I'll she'll give you a complication of oblivious for three on your next action to determine if she is lying. About what she's lying about. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so while that deception's going on, Emma, you, you have this weird red light flashing in the uh, the room of what's her face, McGinty. What was her name? Josephine Dalton. Thank you. Now I have to look that up because that name sounds way too familiar. As... Oh. She's a personal trainer I have absolutely no knowledge of. Yeah, okay, I that's fine. I apologize, woman with a decent <laughs> Instagram. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's the Dal- there's Joe Dalton from the Dal- from Lucky Luke. Yeah, I'm not uh, all up on my Lucky Luke. Um, I am no. not current on Lucky Luke, unfortunately. Um, I just uh, had a. Uh, Joe Hill novel on my desk and then looked up to find TLDR by Anita Dalton, which is like always very close at hand because it's an awesome book. And so just sort of together. Um, (laughs) In any case, Josephine Dalton, um, I want to know what this red light does. So is there like any sort of writing around it, any sort of name around it, any like... Uh, you see, there's got like a, you know, it looks like a standard desk lamp of the era. It's got like the little pull chain and a light bulb in it. For some reason, this light bulb was able to change from a regular light bulb to a flashing red one. I'm going to pull on the pull. I'm going to examine this lamp then. Okay. Uh, so you're pretty confident that there's, uh, well, there's like a switch also on the floor. There's some combination of using the switch and the, um, and the pull chain probably would do something. Oh. No time like the present to just randomly pull things and push switches. Okay. 
So you do, and uh, there's a sound like the click of the receiver of a phone, and light turns into a steady green light instead of a blinking red light, and you hear a voice coming out of it um, from some distance, uh, like, you know, like a uh, not great reception, I'll say. But it's clear enough that you can understand what they're saying, and they say, Red Robin, Red Robin, come in over. This is Red Robin. Um, I am receiving over. Yeah. What's the code phrase? Wait a minute. Uh. <laughs> I know what I can do here. Now, if you want to spend inspiration on it, it's going to be, it's going to be, I'll say three points to say that you guess the code phrase of this secret agent. Yeah, I don't have that much. I guess the chimps, uh, I guess the chimps machine gun doesn't have an extra clip. Um, so she's at a loss, but has to figure some way out of this because now she has to come up with a code phrase that sounds, um, even remotely plausible, even though she doesn't know it, and she won't be able to, uh, and uh, she's probably not able to guess it. Which is really kind of a problem. I am really in the soup here. Um. Hmm. Um. She says, uncertainly for the first time in any anything, you know, she, she's always usually very sure and certain even if she's doing something wrong. She goes, I'd recommend the salmon. Hey. So the voice on the other end says, we've been compromised and uh, hangs up. Oh, bloody hell. The light goes uh, back to normal. Well, I'm sure this is completely normal and won't get me in any amount of trouble. Okay, so um, find the other two. So you're gonna start looking for the others. Yeah. All right. So Shay, where are you now? He's probably comedically walking right past the door as. Uh, yeah, this has become a bit of a <laughs> screwball comedy. So yeah. Door slams you in the face. You see Emma on the other side of it. Once you uh, stop rubbing your nose, and you see her looking somewhat apologetic. Or, oh, or I don't know. Maybe she didn't notice. In any case, she's she, there. she looks uh, utterly like shocked and mortified at what's going on. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Good God, Shay! I didn't see you there. Yeah, it seems to be going around. Uh, oh, I'm, of of course, I'm 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 sorry for putting it like that. But uh, good to have found you. Um, I just caused an espionage incident. Um, how's your day been going? Compared to that, not as bad. Uh. Oh, good. 
Did you by any chance see or know what's going on with uh uh with Jean Pierre? He... Someone tried to break into my room, then the then a smoke bomb went off and the guards started running after somebody. Okay, so you know as much as I do. Uh that person was Jean Pierre and his lady friend who I assume and then she kind of he kind of pauses for a second and says, "Wait, espionage? Do you think she was trying to get into?" Oh, that? I think it's entirely possible. Um, uh, as it stands, uh, when the alarm went off, um, and when somebody tried to break into the room, a red light started flashing on my desk lamp. So I naturally did my best to try and answer it, opened up a radio connection, and somebody asked for Red Robin. I did my best to play along, I'm a dab hand at that, but unfortunately I didn't know the proper passphrase, and they immediately decided they were compromised and clicked off. Oh, that's, uh... That's wonderful. So we've got multiple problems here. One of which being uh, that our our friend is making new friends with uh, and then Shay's kind of squinting his head together. Like his, his entire brow is uh, curled inwards as he says a spy? One could only assume... Listen, do you want to discuss this outside of the hall? In, inside my room rather than the hallway? I believe Miss Josephine Dalton probably has a decent bottle of scotch around here somewhere. Probably gonna need a drink, so yeah, let's, uh... Let's open that up, see if we can find... figure out some idea what's going on. Yes, let's... So she'll bring Shay back into the room and, you know, gesture around. That's the lamp that apparently is a communication system. That's the map that I believe Miss Dalton was working on. And that's Miss Dalton's steamer trunk. Personally, I just pulled her name out of thin air, but it appears that there was a passenger here and she happened to know a lot more about what was going on than we do. Now, now we just need to figure out what side she's working for. And where Jean-Pierre fits into the whole mess with his new lady friend, who he's dodging the cops with. Alright, so wipe to Jean-Pierre and Lila, <laughs> um, wearing some sort of new disguises, uh, possibly some borrowed clothes from some other traveler's luggage. So, I don't know, what's, what's the look that the two of you have right now, Jean-Pierre? Uh... Wait, sorry, say, say that last question again? Uh, what's your disguise? Oh. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, not plate mail, for one thing. Um, sorry, this is the kind of thing that is funny, probably only to me. <laughs> uh... These uh, over uh, a slightly That's where I heard that name before, you bastard. 
That was the second reference I've made to a, a fake identity. Y'all missed uh, the first one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, granted, I haven't seen all of A Knight's Tale. I, I always come in like right in the last scene, but mm. good movie. Uh, but yeah, Dirty Rotten Scoundrel was also a reference, I have to say. Um, but yeah, uh, so Jean-Pierre is, uh, so he's, he's a slightly shabby, um, but, uh, well-fitted suit that he, let's say, liberated from, uh, from, uh, somebody before the ship, uh, left dock. Um. It's like he's again. He's he's playing the role of exiled, incognito, uh, royalty. So it's like he went for, for, um, well dressed but not flashy. Okay, so you're not changing who you. Oh. Ah, uh, I mean. Hmm. Questions like, I wasn't entirely clear on what kind of a comp. Like, does like what have you been able to just like get a cabin? Probably. I mean, yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, between the two of you, I would imagine it's not impossible for you to find a way to finagle a a berth or at least a hiding place and or clothes. Yeah. Uh. Oh shoot! Well, sorry. I think I had a brain fart. This is sorry. This is not like just on the voyage. This is currently. Yeah, as you and Lila are hiding yes, from yes, the, yes, the yes. crew. I'm sorry, disguising your time ago. Okay, um, <laughs> disguising yourselves as some other type of passengers so that they don't yeah. look like the passengers that the guards are looking for. Ah, uh, let's say. God. Uh, Jean-Pierre is going to find a cane from somewhere and uh, see about adding a few decades to his apparent age. Just takes a little bit of a uh, little bit of a uh, uh, grease pencil and uh, some uh, powder in his hair. Okay. And, and and a little bit of a change in uh, in stature and such. Uh. Ow. <sighs> So yeah, he's 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 just kind of like uh God, I don't know if they, I don't stealing clothes from an actual elderly. You know what? He sw- he'll swap out uh Yeah, yeah, he will swap out some of what he was wearing uh from with the uh, uh the, with the clothing of, a, of of an elderly passenger, okay, uh, and kind of like wrap a like leave like a few dollars or something like that. Uh, in, in <laughs> you the feel horrible, Brad. I say that again. He feels a little bad. Yeah, no, it's he, he's still in an old guy's clothes. Uh, and extra cane. So he's stealing an extra cane, not the person's like only cane. Uh yeah. Okay. It's... And and if Lila asks, 
how he can do that is he's just going to say theater. Okay. Uh, so uh, she also powders her uh, hair and adds some lines to her face and seems to be pretty competent at disguise. So, um, yeah, you can make a roll for that, I'd say. Um, or she could roll for you, whichever. The dice have not been particularly kind to me tonight. Okay, so that's a fair disguise. It'll It'll pass, like, you know muster for the time being any close examination will reveal that it's all fake but you were able to get out of the lifeboat and to get all this stuff and the makeup and so on and so uh the two of you hide out uh in the gymnasium after it closes and uh while you're there she starts asking you about uh, your background, and she starts telling you tales of her working as a showgirl in London's uh, West End, and uh, that somehow she ended up a secretary to some shady people, and that's when she stole those documents and sold them and got the tickets to go back to New York, her hometown. All right. Uh, and how much of this is actually at all true? None of it. Fair enough. Uh, and meanwhile, Jean-Pierre is, sorry, uh, Ulrich von Lichtenstein is going to be just kind of regaling her with tales of uh, summers on the French Riviera <laughs> uh, in, in happier times. Yeah. And uh, shifting of his family's fortunes and uh, eventually fleeing under cover of nightfall with uh, only a few select family heirlooms to to prove his uh, his providence. All right, okay. So, yeah, you're doing, you know, kind of entertaining each other with your fake stories and believing that the other person believes your lies. Um, but she eventually brings up that she does need to get back into her room soon because uh, there are some items in there that you can't bear to part without. They're in her yeah. steam trunk, and she needs to get to them before you guys reach New York. We'll say at this point, it's been about three days. That's about the halfway point. It's probably like a week trip from uh, the docks in London to uh, New York. I mean... Ah... Uh... Perhaps I should have uh, allowed you to go back to the, uh, uh, the, the, what is the word? The key master. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. It's a little misunderstanding. Uh, well, it's too late now. Oh, uh, so do we want to try getting into that room tonight or wait till tomorrow? Oh, well, they would. I doubt they would expect us to attempt again tonight. Ah. Uh, okay. Then let's that, do it. Uh, You're really going to that, that 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 little <laughs> smoke bomb thing. Yes. Uh, you don't have any more of them, do you? Mm, I might. Um, managed to pick these up from a magician friend of mine when I was on the West End stage. She hands you this little. Uh, looks like a little 
gray ball of putty. Uh, okay, so it's it's literally just like poof of smoke, not like yeah. there's no incendiary element. No, no, it's just huh? stage magic theoretically. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm wondering if we could, if if Jean Pierre could scrounge together, uh, supplies to make a very small, uh, charge, like literally just something to bust the lock open, without blowing up anything larger. Well, bear in mind. I mean, I guess it depends on how it burns, how it detonates, but it could potentially draw attention just by virtue of the light and noise. It might be that is that is true. All right. Well, let's let's get back to you in a second. Um, Shay and Emma are in the room. You guys are looking around. You see that the map certainly looks like it's related to the incidents. Uh, especially, I mean, it has the Moro Castle route all mapped out from Cuba to New York. And the uh, the incident off the coast of New Jersey, and you can see there's several red circles drawn on there in pen, um, like actually a little north of New York, uh, closer to the coast of Canada. There is a couple of like additional little thumbtacks that are red around there, I'm question marks, and so on. Maybe um, the thumbtacks. Well, I don't know. You can make a roll if you want to try and interpret what this means. Absolutely. Um, oh, bugger all that. Um, this is going to be cunning and enigmas, so that's only going to be four. Okay. I'll say it's difficulty one. All right, then. Okay. And that's none. No successes. No successes. So, unless you want to spend momentum, you guys are, I believe, at your max currently. I'll spend a point of momentum. Yeah. So, roll 1d10. See if you get an 8 or higher. Well, you got this. Those curly braces? Yeah, they're curly braces. That's a botch. I don't uh, think they can become a botch after momentum. My understanding is in this. Yeah, I think we looked that up a few sessions ago just to because yeah. it well, felt it felt worse to have that. To yeah, make it punitive. Um, so yeah, yeah, you just fail. So you guys get the one point back for. Actually, I'll give you different compensation. Compensation is going to be, um, as you're looking at the map. You notice that there's some uh, like green thumbtacks around Chicago, and um, Emma's mind goes back to running into an agent of Bureau Nine named Verna Hilly, who was a woman, young woman, uh, who at the time was uh, apparently working in two guises: one as a waitress and one as a, a server at a speakeasy in Chicago. And you managed to keep her from messing around with the Aeon Society and its vault. Well, I'll be. This is somehow connected to Bureau 9. Those and folks that we're looking into... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> the very same, yes. 
But I think in this case, we're on the, well, maybe not the same side, but I doubt that they're, they are big fans of uh, the Eastern, uh, the, uh, yeah, the Eastern U.S. coast being under, uh, under blockade. I definitely think they're against it, yes. So, maybe we should go find our, uh, our friend and see if we can get on the same page, at least for this little problem. I think so. What are the odds they try to do this again? Break in again. All right. At that point, um, we see <laughs> Lila and Jean-Pierre skulking down the hallway dressed in dark clothes, possibly... Maybe not like the full burglar outfit, but whatever the 30s rough equivalent would be. Um, and uh, it's, you know. From humming Henry Marcini. Yeah. Henry Mancini, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as you're sneaking around, um, you notice before you get to the door of 273, there is another figure hunched over the lock wearing a fedora and um he is wearing gloves and a half mask you know like covering below his eyes and um he's trying to pick the lock and lila says well this is remarkable um hmm wonder who that is popular destination i see this is not good, but I think actually it might be better. Tell me, are you willing to help me try to nab this person? Nab? Uh, right there, yes. I, I... I'm afraid it might be one of the agents of my former employers trying to get at me. And I don't think ah. we could trust the, the crew to help us with them, given that they think of us as criminals already. Ah. Oh, méchant. Ah. Well, if it is a dastard of that stripe, then I don't see I have any choice otherwise. Ah. All right. I'll sneak up and bash him over the head with this. She reaches around. She goes to, like, one of those server trays that's in the hallway and maybe there's like a, a water jug or something like that in her you distract him distract him you say yes he All shouldn't right. be armed yeah Jean-Pierre's going to straighten himself up he's going to draw himself up to his full haste and go howdy partner would uh would you care to help me out here for a second? Oh, God. Just like full-on Quincy Morris Texan. All right. Uh, so the man that is hunched down by the lockpick suddenly spins around and points a forty-five revolver at you. Ah, how about that? That's a uh, mighty fine piece, but ain't that a weird place we point it? You shut up now, fella. Unless you want to get ventilated. 
and hey. I'll cock, cock the hammer on the gun. Shoulder puts up his hand. Uh, yeah, you guys, you maybe look out the people. It's <laughs> happening, maybe. You can see uh, what looks like, uh, sure, it's Verna with a, a vase or an urn in her hand. She's about to bash the guy with the fedora, who uh, you now recognize, John Pierre, as the guy that was giving the signals earlier, Tony Bascone. Um, does the door swing open? D- I'd say out, outward, because out? she got hit in the face, remember? So yeah, that's how yeah, it works. Can I get like half a line up before the door opens? Okay, yes. yeah, sure. <laughs> Tony, you old son of a gun. What are you doing down here? What? How do you know me? Thwack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, all right. I'm going to say between Emma and uh, Verna, it's Tony is knocked out. So the door slams and it hits him in the, the back. He gets knocked forward and then uh, Verna hits him with the 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 jug and he shatters and he collapses on the ground and she looks at you and says you Verna would you mind coming in and joining us for a drink what the hell is going on how did you all end up here is the alien society on board what do they know about what's happening what we know is what happened to the Moro castle oh then you know more than most it well, is our job this is supposed to be my room, by the way. I reserved this cabin. Then I ha- I'm terribly sorry, but they believe that you've been compromised. They also believe I'm a criminal and that I'm accompanied by a criminal. She motions towards Jean-Pierre and that we're on the run. I think Jean-Pierre's head is just kind of like bouncing from one, <laughs> one of them to the other. Well, let's get, him inside. let's get him inside the room and we can explain. Your employers have excellent taste. Yes, let's go. Alright, uh, so... just, uh, says, I've got this. And just <laughs> look, looking between yeah. the, the four of them, just like... Uh, yeah, shaking his head, but not, you know... It, actually, no, he, he picked the, this guy up with one hand who's drinking the whiskey yeah. with the other hand. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the GET has been reunited in the cabin of Branch 9 operative Verna Hilly. They have caught a goon working for Marchetta Orlock in a criminal backwards. What does he know of their plans? As they seek answers, a deadly assassin is introduced, and the origin of the heat ray is made clear. Find out what happens next in Chapter 20 of our Trinity Continuum Adventure serial, Beware the Buzzard. You have been listening to Chapter Plays, an actual play podcast based on Onyx Path Games' Trinity Continuum Adventure, with an exclamation point, the role-playing game of pulp action. You can reach us with your thoughts and suggestions at gadgetextractionteam at gmail.com.